We are up to Yuma. Daf Lamed Hey. The Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Daladam base tells us that the Kohen Gadol went to the base of to go to the Mikvah. They would spread a linen cloth in front of him, in front of the, the Mikvah over there. He would wash his hands and feet. Then he would get undressed. Remeir holds that he would get undressed and then wash his hands and feet by the Kiar. He would go into Teuvel, came out, dried off. Then they brought him white linen begadim. Then once again, he washed his hands and feet. In the morning, Remeir holds that he had, he had begadim, linen, that were worth 12 mana. And then during the evening, he had begadim that were 800 zuz. The Chachamim say that in the morning, his begadim were worth 18 mana, and at night, 12 mana. Total of 30 mana. That's what the Tzibor would spend on his begadim. If he wanted to add, he could add more from his own pocket. Now the Gemara says, what does the word parva mean? We bring him to the base of parva. What is the base of parva? Rabbi Yosef says, it's named after parva amgusha. Who was parva amgusha? Rashi explains that this was a machashev who built it. The Rosh says he was Jewish. The Rav Mibartanua says he actually built it bekishev, which begs the question why we would name it after him. Tiferes Yisrael says that he didn't actually build it with Kishof, but the construction, the architecture, having the water go up on top of this room was like he made it with Kishof. Taisvis offers another explanation that there was a guy, Parva, who was a Mechashev, who would dug a tunnel underground in the Kodesh. And he wanted to watch the Kayan Gadol Zavoida. The Kayanam busted him. And they named that Lishka after him, sort of as a warning. Next, the Mishnah said that we spread the linen cloth in front of the Kain Gadol while he goes. So why do we use linen? Rav Kahana says that is to show everyone that we're using linen begadim since today's Yom Kippur. Now, the Mishnah added up the Chachamim's value of the morning begadim and the Kain Gadol's evening begadim. Instead, we have a total of 30 mana for the 12 in the morning, the 18 in the morning, and the 12 at night. The Gemara asks, why do you need to add that form? LMI, it's teaching me, it's teaching us, that if one set of begadim is worth less, he can't use that in the Avodah. However, if the other set of begadim is worth more than it has to, and the total is 30, then the, the Kain Gadol can still do the Avodah in that beged, in those begadim. We're more concerned about the total than the individual value. Now the Gemara says, according to everybody, the morning begadim is always worth more. How do we know that? The Pasuk says four times the word bad. That teaches us that it has to be the best of linen. The Gemara says, really? The morning has to be the best begadim? The Pasuk says, So when it says that you have to switch into other begadim, that sounds like you're switching into better begadim in the evening. No. The Gemara says, Acherim, you're switching into different ones, but they were actually of inferior quality. Rebbe Huna Bar Yehuda, some people say, Rebbe Shmuel Bar Yehuda says, once the Kayin Gadol finishes his obligation to the community with his karba, with the Karbanas, with his avoda, now he's allowed to put on personal begadim that his mother made, to do the personal avoda of taking out the kaf and machta from the Kaddish Kedashim.
as long as he donates these begadim to the tzibor before doing so. The Gemara says, of course, you can't walk in wearing your own t-shirt. You can't just put it on your own big dekuna you sewed at home. Of course, it has to be from the tzibor. No. Maybe I would think that when he gave it over to the tzibor, it wasn't believed shalem. Because the beautiful begadim. Maybe he kind of wanted to hold on to it for a little bit. Kamash Malan, we're not worried about that. As long as he was moister these begadim over to the, the kahal, to the tzibor, he's allowed to wear them to do his private avodah. They said about Rabbi Shmuel ben Pavi that his mother made him a kusinus worth a hundred mana. And he wore it to do his private avodah, to take out the kaf and machta. They said about Rabbi Elazar ben Kharsum that his mother made him a kusinus worth 20,000 mana. But the Kahanim didn't let him wear it because it was so sheer, it looked like he was walking around unclothed. The Gemara says, well, how could, how could it be that it was see-through? Every thread needed to be spun together with six threads, so it comes out very thick. Abayah says, it doesn't matter how many th- threads you have, it's like pouring gla- wine into a glass. No matter how thick the glass is, you'll still see the wine at the other end. No matter how thick you spun this linen, it was so fine... It was seat. Now the Gemara goes into a famous Agarata that an Oni and Usher in Russia, a pauper, a rich man, and a person with a big Yitzhahara, come into judgment. The Oni is asked first, Why didn't you engage yourself, spend your time learning Tyra? So if he says, Well, I'm very poor, I had to work very hard to try to make a few dollars to stay alive, they would tell him, You're not any poorer than Hillel Hazaket. He would make half a dinar. It's called a Trepic every day. It was a wood chopper. He would give half of it to the guard by the base medrash. They had a guard either because it was a bad neighborhood or this guard would test the people coming in to make sure that they were really Tamid Chachamim. So this was his fee. And one day, he couldn't make enough money. So the guard didn't let him in. He climbed up onto the roof in order to hear the beautiful Divrelikim Chayim from Shmaya and Avtalion. Turns out that there was Erev Shabbos, in the middle of Teves, and a crazy, crazy snowstorm came. Shelig Menashemayim. It was unexpected. That's why Hillel was allowed to go up there, otherwise it's Pikuach Nefesh. When the sun rose, Shemaya and Avtalion look at each other and they say, Hang on, it's daytime, where's the sun? It's very dark. And they look up and they saw the figure of a man. They saw Hillel up there and they brought him down. They warmed him up and they put him by the fire and they said, It's it's worthy to save this, to be Michal Shabbos to save this man. Why Davke Hillel? Because other people who didn't have the mysterious nefesh that Hillel had for Torah to go up there probably wouldn't have made it. They would have died. There were three amas of snow on top of him. Four, five, six feet of snow. It's a tremendous blizzard. Now what about a rich person comes before Din? So if he says, hang on, I was very wealthy. I didn't have the time to learn. I had all my possessions. I had to keep the books in order. They would tell him, you're not any richer than Rebbe, than Rebbe Lozer. They would say about Rebbe Lozer, Ben Kharsum, his father gave him a thousand cities and a thousand boats. And every day he would take a little snack bag, a little, some flour on his shoulder, and he'd go walking from city to city to learn. There was once one of his slaves, one of his servants, found him and they wanted to put him to work. They didn't even recognize the CEO of the plantation. He told them, please, just let me go learn Torah. And they 
didn't realize who he was. They said, we swear on the Velazer ben Kharsam that we're not going to let you go. It means their entire life, they never saw him. They didn't know who he was because he just sat and learned day and night. That takes away the, Russia's the usher's taina. When a Russia shows up for judgment, he'll say, wow, I had such a Yitzhar, I was so good looking. They would say, wait, you weren't any, good, any better looking than Yosef at Sadiq. Every day, Ashish Paitifar did everything she could to seduce him with words, with clothing. She changed in the morning and tonight. Every, every time she, it says that she wore clothing for him, love shaloi. She told him, listen to me. He said, no. She said, I'll throw you in prison. He said, no problem. Hashem ma'atir asurim. She said, I'm going to beat you until you're hunchback. He said, no problem. Hashem zekev kefufim. She said, I'm going to blind you. He responded, Hashem she gave him a thousand kikar kesef, a fortune of money, to listen to her, to sleep with her, to lie with her. He didn't want her. She was saying, Lishka, to, to sleep with her in Elam and to be with her in Elam She was an Evid Avaydizara. Yosef, by the final showdown, showed up at the house. It was a big festival for Avaydizara that day, and she didn't go. So he thought that maybe she gave up Avaydizara and now he could sleep with her. And he won't share that Olam Haba with her, that Olam Haba of Avaydizara. But when he realized that the only reason why she didn't go to the Avaydizara was because of him, he ran away. So Gemara finishes off. It turns out that Hillel is Mechaev the Anim, Revelozor bin Kharsim is Mechaev the Ashirim, and Yosef at Tzadik is Mechaev the Rishoim. Have a wonderful day.